0: talking about this upstairs quick aside um I don't think it's a big deal if wrestlers do steroids <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal I think
1: I think there's an everything in moderation aspect of it <laughs> like just do a little bit of steroids Vyvanse won't cure my ADHD but is a tool in my toolbox to yeah. help me get better about it if you use PEDs in wrestling in such a way it's
0: a tool in your toolbox yeah this is just, the thing you
1: know don't explode your brain don't break your dick Welcome to Wrestle Splania, the podcast where Kath Barbadoro explains wrestling to me, Rachel Millman, an enthusiastic wrestling novice. How are you, Kath?
0: I'm good. How are you, Rachel? I'm good. Uh, uh, I'm in a great mood because, uh, so we just recorded our Golden Lovers episode. Ah, uh, I love romance. It was so romantic. Um, <laughs> and you made me eggs and pancakes and coffee. So I'm in a great mood. I'm having a great day. What? So I love <laughs> making a brunch so
1: much because. Because I don't know about anybody else, a lot of things when you, when you're in your mid twenties, which I no longer am, uh, and you need to find a great way out of uh, a mid
0: twenties depression, baking is. Excellent route Yeah Cooking, but, baking co- I find cooking To really help me Manage my anxiety like, Definitely I'm a big fan, Because it's like The prep work Is so repetitive You can kind of Get in the zone with it mm-hmm. And then there's A creative element To there's it a creative element. And then at the end You get to eat Yeah That's there's so a sense good. Of control So definitely Started <laughs> off with baking But then you know Baking
1: has its limitations In terms of Actual nutrition mm. So I think One of the first ways If you are If you are a person Who is not Does not have Self-assurance In uh, your kitchen I would say Start off with Making eggs man It's yeah. really hard To fuck up eggs You can Yeah The and most they you like, can do Is give yourself salmonella
0: And they take like five minutes to make. Yeah. And then, you know what? If you screw up, you're out an egg. Big deal. Oh, yeah. we <laughs> got 11 more.
1: Uh, <laughs> and so that's one of my big things, but I love making breakfast for people just because, you know, you do this relatively simple fast task and you f- feel generally fulfilled for the rest of the day in terms of, well, I got out of bed. Yeah. I'm and really aiming for, people... for high goals here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're having a very productive day watching wrestling. Also, and uh... We also made pancakes on Pancake Day, which I haven't explored anything about behind it yeah apparently it's
0: pancake day I'm assuming that has to do with the new day because they're the official spokespeople of pancakes oh I
1: love (laughs) going full circle I didn't even think about it
0: yeah remember the pancakes from the rumble oh my god
1: do I remember the pancakes I was telling my dad about recording this and sort of the highlights of wrestling and I told him about the pancakes and I could tell he was zoning out and then he zoomed immediately back in about the pancakes
0: I'm really excited about this episode because as we were talking about um, on our Royal Rumble episode I haven't watched a ton of women's wrestling, mm-hmm. um, and we asked people for recommendations, and we got a ton of recommendations for stuff to watch. And we're gonna watch.
1: We're gonna work a lot our way
0: through. Yeah,
1: all of it, if not ninety percent of it. Yeah.
0: So thank you for doing that. Um, yeah. But one thing that I saw. You, Rachel you tweeted you were like we definitely want to do something about Sasha Banks and so I was like cool I would love to do something about Sasha Banks uh, so today so what was also really notable to me is
1: I just tweeted out recommendations and I figured if there were multiple recommendations I would just tally next to them the Banks Bailey NXT match recommendations blew it out of the water. Yeah, we
0: got like seven or eight of those. Yeah,
1: I mean, I didn't even actually get to go through all of them, mm-hmm. because then I just I think I just
0: caused a mess on my own account There that were like day. 60 responses. Yeah. And then not counting emails, so. Again, yeah. thank you guys so much. We
1: love the emails! Um, I've never been so excited to check my email, because <laughs> uh, it's usually like, sale on items you can't afford anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you have bills. Uh, but the Banks Bailey... Uh, the Banks Bailey
0: match was ton of fun. Um, so yeah, we watched we watched Sasha Banks versus Bailey at NXT Takeover Brooklyn, August twenty fifteen. Yeah. And then um, just to kind of go full circle, I showed Rachel the Sasha Banks asuka match from the Raw right after the Royal Rumble. And I would say that Asuka was our
1: second most voted for. Yeah. Um, female wrestler, and she was also. I have to say, everyone was like. Banks, Bailey, Banks, Bailey, Banks, Bailey. And the, but the people who said Oscar said it loudly and proudly. Yeah. She is, she is
0: incredible. Um, I can't wait to
1: do a full episode on her. There
0: are, and there are other women's wrestlers in WWE that I am familiar with that I really am excited to expose you to. I really want to do an episode about Ember Moon, the other kin wrestler. Ooh. She's other kin. What? <laughs> I just, every single time we do an
1: episode and I feel like people are just gonna people are gonna assume this is my Taylor Swift shocked fish after a while. I'm genuinely like otherkin wrestler. Yeah, she's
0: like a werewolf. It's fucking great. Um, <sighs> I was yeah. gonna
1: ask if she was a restaurant. Um, a restaurant? Oh, this is, okay. There was a really funny otherkin post that was like, kind of just like an otherkin ask all question of like an advice columnist who was an otherkin and somebody wrote in and said, help, I think I might be a restaurant which is (laughs) definitely somebody fucking with other kin but help i might be a restaurant is like the funniest that's a beautiful (laughs) sentence
0: that's really good i think
1: about it so much and then i have to explain it to people and then just like why does this haunt my psyche more than anything else
0: (laughs) well ember moon is unfortunately not a restaurant um she's sort of
1: if, if a hardcore otherkin would be would were to hear
0: about her, they would be like, that's very basic to be she's, a wolf. She's or a fox. Very basic, but like she's I'm glad <laughs> she's, she's basic getting basic other kin. I'm glad she's getting some otherkin representation into the world of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about her. But uh, I do wanna to kind of set the scene of this, um, there's a great essay that came out right after the Royal Rumble about the women's Royal Rumble and the history of um, Women's wrestling in WWE, and uh, I'll, I'll post it from the account because I, I think who it, wrote it. I can't remember. I, Fair. I'll post it from the account. But um, basically, women's wrestling in WWE has really only been taken seriously and considered legitimate for less than five. Yeah, I would say less than five years. Yeah, it's it's been a slow evolution, and there have been there have been serious. Uh, So the wrestling term, if somebody is like a a really skilled wrestler, the wrestling terminology for that is they're a good worker. Wrestlers are called workers. Very proletarian. I love Uh, (laughs) unions. Yeah. Uh. Which they don't have. But they are called so. (laughs) So posers. (laughs) Being a good worker has not been the main thing that WWE has been concerned with with women's wrestling. Oh, it's... For most, it's... It's titties. It's titties. It's titties. And, like, And if um, you're progressive, ass. Yeah, (laughs) that's... If you're woke, it's ass. Like, that's the best. (laughs) So, it, it was a lot of, uh, lingerie matches, um... There were a lot of things where women wrestlers brought to, out baby oil. I assume. Yeah, well, they had to be in like re- fake relationships with Vince McMahon, and like be, it was really degrading. Ugh. And there was just like a lot of gross stuff. There was that's like a, a whole very, uh,
1: um, playboy
0: parallel. Exactly, and that's gross. It's very much like porny playboy, like that sort of late '90s, like Pam Anderson, like kind of shit. Yeah, it's it's a lot of that. And you. so it was. Can you
1: hear me frowning? Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's it's a lot of that, and so um, this is like a very new uh, transition into them being considered good workers and having good work be valued. I don't want to say that people who women who wrestled in WWE were not skilled wrestlers. There were a lot of wrestlers who were really good. It's just that that wasn't what WWE required of them. Yeah,
1: and then the ultimate tragedy case is China.
0: Yeah, yeah. China like, uh, was so humiliated by them and, and, like, had to do so much degrading stuff. I don't think it's hyperbolic to say humiliated to death. Yeah, yeah. It really is, like, there was a lot of really dark stuff that happened in that era of WWE. So, I just want to set the scene before we go on because the first match we watched, Sasa versus Bayley, was a huge... um, kind of step forward yeah it was kind of a landmark thing for a lot of people it it was um they main evented a show which Mm -hmm. like is very rare for women it may have been the first time ever that they main evented a pay-per-view I don't quote me on that I'm probably wrong but you can't be wrong remember the rule there's no such thing as being wrong (laughs) but it's a big deal match and um I'd never seen this particular match before it's uh so I watched it with Rachel, and uh, we had a good time.
1: Wait, that was really your first time watching it? Yeah, I never figured, seen it before.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so fun. That's I love that. Uh, I obviously really enjoyed it. Based on, I'm not saying that women can't have stories like this individually. Just based on the previous limited wrestling I've watched, it reminded me a lot of the undertones of the Gargano match.
0: Yeah, um, it was definitely similarly themed. Bailey is that type of yeah. um, face that Gargano is definitely the, the white meat baby face. Yeah,
1: kid I, friendly, super positive, super upbeat. Oh, and we again, I felt really proud of this. I was like, oh, she's a she's she's more Nickelodeon than John Cena. And you were like, oh, she's already been called the female John Cena. Yeah,
0: you picked up on that right away. That's, oh
1: yeah, she's just she's just very friendly and not it doesn't feel forced. No, it feels very, it feel like I I felt a lot with her and not just because I think we might have similar face shapes. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: But she, she just, she was great. I really immediately picked up on the storytelling of these are middle school bullies and that's not belittling them as characters. It's just very easy for me to identify that with that as a woman who well, one, plainly attended middle school, and yeah. two, was bullied. Weird shock.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think that's so... It's so apparent from their entrances who they are in that match. Oh, it's like, so funny. Bailey comes out, and she has her wacky, waving, inflatable tube men who come <laughs> up, and there's confetti, and her song is like a fucking Miley Cyrus song, it sounds like. Like, it's just so up. Disney-era Miley, Disney to be exact. exactly. <laughs> Disney-era Miley, like, Party in the USA and before. Um... And then she comes out and she's hugging everybody in the crowd. She, she, like, pats a little girl on the head. And her whole narrative is that Bailey is, like, a lifelong wrestling fan. And, like, her absolute dream is to She's a tomboy. First. She's, like, more than a tomboy, like, specifically a wrestling fan. Like, wrestling is her shit. Yeah, shape. yeah. And she's very, like, Sporty Spice, which you said upstairs. Yeah. Um, and so she comes out and it's that. And she has the side ponytail, and she's kind of goofy. And, like, if we're talking middle school, I feel like she's, like, a horse girl, but for wrestling. Yes! You know what I mean? Oh, I
1: love that! <laughs> I love that! Uh, she's definitely a horse girl for wrestling. She reminds me a She's sort of an amalgamation of not necessarily like she's not ugly but like what we think of as like the ugly unpopular girl she, yeah. well, she hasn't not, blossomed yet or yeah, whatever She's even definitely though, not
0: like traditionally beautiful she's an yeah. amazing shape but like I, she's cute as hell yeah exactly but that
1: is a detriment weirdly in the way we view women 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 are beautiful but sometimes women are sometimes when we call women I'm like oh she's cute it's it's a bit of an egg yeah uh the, but she's she's great she's super friendly she's of the people if i were to have a little little girl follow a single wrestler it would probably be her just like you can be nice you can achieve your dreams right and then you have the bitch yeah
0: you have the (laughs) legit boss Sasha Banks who I she's gone heel face heel face a lot of times I think she's such a good heel Mm. and so she comes out um she has like this kind of she's her song is also like female vocal pop but it's more like it just has when pink is mean yes it's like when pink is mean and she comes out in an escalade with a security detail and she has the stunner shades on the yeah
1: the ventilated shades from graduation era kanye
0: which i feel like this says a lot about where what wrestling is like where you were like wow i can tell when this is filmed and i was like it's five years after you think it was. Like, because wrestling is so Just behind the say, times. Six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you were like, oh yeah, this must be 2008, 2009. Nope. <laughs> 2015, uh, baby. I love she, that
1: those shades are still sold at Spencer's. Sasha
0: Banks <laughs> still wears them. Like, God bless her. She carries them off. She carries she, them off. She does look great. She, she looks great. She's beautiful. Um, But yeah, so she's like this beautiful bitch diva she is lifted into the ring by her security detail which is
1: very ariana grande yes you know that rumor right yeah that, that she needs
0: to be carried everywhere like a baby
1: i've had it confirmed i can't say my source <laughs> uh but it's someone who works for scooter Braun, ariana's former manager okay. and i was like hey by the way all is this that stuff about ariana grande being a demon is that real and said source was like yes and i was like is she carried everywhere and she was like Yes,
0: <laughs> it's so interesting because I had that association with Sasha too. Even like before you said it, part partly because like like Ariana Grande, Sasha Banks in real life seems very weird. The way that Ariana Grande seems oh, very weird, and I weird. don't say that as
1: a negative fact no, no, no. about Ariana Grande. <laughs> I like Ariana Grande one because she puts out good banger pop. Yeah, two she's so clearly
0: evil. Yeah. <laughs> and there, But there's something really fun about well, someone willing just, to
1: claim how evil they are. Yeah,
0: just like she's a g- incredibly eccentric and not a good, likable person. No! And I kind of like that about her. And, and I've heard... But also she puts out bangers. But she puts out bangers. And I feel like Sasha is very similar, like, even outside of her storylines. Like, she's sort of I wanna... known for being kind of shitty to fans and not being, like, super enthusiastic about, like, the non-wrestling stuff WWE makes you do yeah and I kind of love that about her because she's like look I'm fucking good at my job
1: so yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of uh there's a lot of comparison of that of just kind of like how that's received on men versus women. And I know this is sort of an off like we we you people go down this path a lot of like how would you receive that from a man versus a woman? But I, I agree with you. There's a sort of respect there of like, I'm fucking good at my job. I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to be proficient.
0: Yeah, and I as someone who um has been told that I am not likable before, or that I come across as cold. Rachel's making a face at me, but I have been told this. Um, (laughs) Well, because I'm like, you know this just from working on this podcast with me. Like, if I, like, I don't humor stuff that I'm like if if for example if you pitch an idea and I don't think it's a good idea I'm like I don't know I think we should not do that but that's
1: why I like you as a cre- one I like you as a friend and two I like you as a creative partner because you're a person who isn't going to placate right. me and I feel the same way about you yeah
0: I think we're both people who are not afraid of uh conflict in that way of like creative conflict in a way that a lot of people are yeah but I but I have been told that I am like Kind of mean in that way, and which is it's
1: just it's the same point of like, would you say that if a man said that? Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. And
0: and so like, another example I think of like this, which is kind of a weird one, is did you ever watch The Good Wife? No.
1: Okay. She, I everything everyone. Who I like and respect watches it and tells me <laughs> I should. F- I know a
0: little bit about the onset beef. The first, ha- the first few seasons are good, but one thing I like about that character is that she is not nice. She's not mean, but she's not interested in being nice. Like she's, you know what I mean? Like, I like that. Which I, I feel like I'm consider myself that way. I never want to be mean, but I'm not. I don't expect, expend extra energy being nice because I think there are other things that are more important to me creatively and personally than being nice. I agree with that and I think I mean I like to think I generally have a
1: reputation for being like a nice person. Yeah. But in the instances
0: where I feel. I try to be kind. I don't try to be nice.
1: Yeah. Oh. Where in the instances where I feel a need to talk about something negatively or say no, I like, you know, I mean, just like Twitter based alone, there are definitely people who are like, I've seen people say that I get off on being mean, mm-hmm. which is wild mm-hmm. uh, because I. Don't A thing I've been trying to do is process, why do I feel neg- negative about person, place, or thing? And how do I get that out of my mind? But I'm still not going to pull punches on something if I feel that of like, hey, we can like not talk about this this way or hey, I don't think this factors into it or I don't like this idea or what have you. And because of that, you there's such a fear, there's such a very feminine fear of being viewed
0: as pushy or mean or yeah. bossy. And it's just, no, I'm just giving it to you straight. <laughs> right. And, like, so that's something that I really respond to and sort of respect about somebody like Sasha is that from from what I've heard about her, like, these things that could conceivably be negative, but I also just see as, like, refusing to give in to this feminine requirement of putting energy into being nice. Yeah. And, like... I wish more people would do that. I mean,
1: if I did, we didn't talk about this earlier, but this sort of public anti-likability of Kristen
0: Stewart. Yes, that's a perfect example. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, if you think about a lot of the Twilight um, media promotion when that franchise was still uh, a thing... Was that uh, Robert Pattinson was praised for being like, this franchise is fucking bullshit. Right. And she was just labeled like this huge bitch. Yeah. And there are legitimate complaints to that, right? Because like part of being an actor is promoting your work. Sure. That's what you're being paid for as well. You're being paid for your star power. And if she refuses to apply it, then is she not doing her job? However, he did the same goddamn thing. Right. And it was delightful. Yeah. I loved it. But- I there's a lot of there was a harsh media criticism of her because she doesn't smile
0: right just because she doesn't smile yeah I want to get into this Sasha versus Bailey match because it kicked ass it was awesome it ruled Um, people really this is again like I said this about Gargano uh almas but uh this is another one that's like often in contention as like best nxt match like people really really like this match
1: oh obviously just based on the public response we got alone uh it was a great match it was fantastic
0: it was again immediately understandable you have your wrestling horse girl and then you have your mean your regina george your 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 heather you're Heather, yeah. And the fact that she starts yelling at her in the middle of the match, and it's like, you're pathetic, you're a loser, you're never going to, and then she just gets kicked in the face by Bailey. Yeah. I love that. I, I love like it's,
1: I he, was thinking of Easy A, I was thinking yeah. of, I was thinking of She's All That. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, yeah. like, I... I the, the costuming does... I mean, I know that those are their natural costumes anyway, but it does so much work in terms of telling the story because, like, Sasha is this hot slut who owns it in a bikini, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and Bailey she's sporty spice. Yeah. She's a little more covered up. She still looks great. She's still hot as hell. But like, it's just kind of like, look at me, you're in a one piece. Yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in a thong.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and it's just like, you're a stupid bitch. How dare you think you could be prom queen? Right. Ex- exactly prom queen. And
0: that's really the story going into this match was that like, Bailey was, Sasha was killing it. She was the champ. Yeah. And Bailey was one of the least uh, like, threatening people to her on paper. Like she just had like she's less She's fun, she's smiling. Yeah. Yeah. And so it be it's the match starts and Sasha just starts laughing at her. Like <laughs> which is so it's perfect such good for villainy. That, yeah. That yeah. dynamic of character is yeah. like, that is what that person would do. Yeah. Um and then
1: yeah and, and then Sasha s- plays it so well. She's so good to... at being a heel.
0: Yeah. She's fantastic. And she's yeah, she's screaming at her, which I gotta say, uh blanket request of all wrestling more in-ring screaming i love (laughs) it it all i always enjoy it just do you mean a scream
1: for a screaming you mean verbally versus like a grunt of like when kenny omega has to like dramatically be like
0: i like all of it i like scream scream uh words scream vowels grunt um I'm a big fan of people yelling, I'm going to kill you at the other wrestler. <laughs> I, I think that's great. I am not a great.
1: broken man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a fan of yelling, I'm not a broken man. Um, but yeah, there's some good screaming this match. And, um, I'm a I big thought, fan of primal screams in general. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like them. Um, I thought it was really interesting you brought up how, despite the fact that they're both beautiful and they're both revealing a lot of skin and they're both in incredible shape, you didn't feel like this match had it it wasn't sexualized
1: yeah i mean well like uh, so the one like feminist like a lot of feminist theories that just says that like by women exist by virtue of existing in public and being women we are sexualized right mm-hmm. and you know this is a Vince McMahon run thing their costumes are revealing they are beautiful women they have good titties whether right. or not they're surgically touched or not
0: and and i want to <laughs> say like i don't think that's a bad thing at all like no. because we watch men's wrestle- wrestling and we sexualize that and that is very erotic oh, so yeah it's definitely an element of the sport that is not necessarily it doesn't necessarily have to be born of misogyny but when the ceo of the company is a clearly a virulent misogynist who like stares at women <laughs> did you read that thing
1: there was like a 5 years ago case about Vince McMahon harassing someone yeah. and it was just uncovered that he was like
0: staring at her at her job for hours. Yeah, he's gross. His, he's he's definitely done some dirt. Like he's going to get me
1: too. Oh. Can't wait yeah he sucks yeah he sucks thanks um, to your product sir yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i pay you ten dollars a month and i hate, hate you yep absolutely uh
1: but uh there's but the, so they're displayed in this very traditionally uh objectifying fashion right so they have to work it's the same anecdote they have to work twice as hard to be viewed as non-objects mm-hmm. and they do not they are not objectifying each other they are not soft girl soft lesbian porning they no. come in and they go hard they go i if i were to there's there's no way to judge are they as going as hard as the men even if sure. i'm watching them side by side because yeah. every single this is weird every single punch is individual every single punch lands differently and hurts in a different way right but they they just go hard immediately and they definitely go for an emotional core
0: too of like you're stupid you little horse girl. <laughs> yeah, there's there's the emotional story and then there's also the physical story of Bailey's hand, which the way they do that I think this is like such a masterclass in um what, like telling a story physically through you have this injury, Bailey broke her hand before this match and she's in a brace, she's taped up. She's taped up Sasha Rips off the tape well, first and then of all, starts she's, targeting her hands. She throws her out of the
1: ring. For people yeah. who haven't seen it, there's a good there's a good little bitch fight in there. Bailey goes for it right away. tries to pin her. Sasha throws her out, mm-hmm. pins her on the ground unwraps her hand and then starts she unwraps her hand and she starts fucking with her recently broken hand and this is great where the announcers and commentators are also helping guide the story along like a Greek chorus essentially Mm -hmm. and you made the great point that I hadn't been realizing before that there's a heel commentator and a face commentator yeah
0: there's always somebody who's kind of like hey, it's not cheating if you don't get caught and, like, is kind of rooting for the heel. And then there's another person who's like, she should be thrown out, she should be DQ'd. Like, that's that's sort of your classic yeah, uh, commentary
1: called, dynamic. I called the heel commentator the Ayn Rand commentator of, like, <laughs> she shouldn't have wrestled with a broken hand if she knew what was going to happen. Uh, and she starts fucking with her hand. She crushes it in the side of it. Yeah, too. so she's,
0: she, uh, Sasha puts Bailey's hand between the the stairs and the ring and then slams the stairs into her fingers. <sighs> it looks Even rough. Even if you
1: haven't had a recently broken hand, that is just a whole pile of hell
0: garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That just, that sucks. It's nasty. It's really nasty. So, but I... I like it because especially for a new wrestling fan, I think this is such a good example of how you tell these kinds of stories. Um yes. another like I remember talking about this with you when we watched Wrestle Kingdom and we had um we were watching the Young Bucks versus Rapongi 3K and the story was the backs. Yes. Remember their backs were hurting and their so backs were
1: hurting, and then they also did a lot of that uh uh mirrored
0: moves too. Yeah, yeah, but all targeting the backs. Targeting so the back, yeah. It's that's how you build the story and then again going back into this wrestling vocabulary this is where selling comes in is you have to sell the hand to tell the story. Yes. So Bailey really has to act like her hand is really hurting. I don't doubt that it wasn't. It probably was. (laughs) But then and then like there's my favorite moment in the whole match I think. There's a lot of really good moments Um, but my favorite moment is when Sasha has Bailey in her finishing move, which is the bank statement, which is a great fucking name. Um, and the West Bank. <laughs> the West Bank. The West Bank is so good. <laughs> so, what if
1: she sent her opponents to the West Bank? Oh, man. Oh, Sasha oh, just Vince. comes out
0: as like a Palestine. Vince <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't go for that. No, he would not be into it. So she puts, she puts Bailey in the bank statement and Bailey's trying to get to the rope. And Because if you get to the rope, you get to break it up. That's, yep. you're, you're, you're out of the hold. So she's trying to get to the rope, and she's almost to the rope, and it's her broken hand, and Sasha flips her leg around and starts stomping on her broken hand. And so she been, can't get to the rope. And it's they've so been, good. It's so
1: good. And they've also, it isn't the first time she does it. There She's been leading up to this exactly. narrative of it's hand, hand abuse. And it's just. Hand abuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's it's just it's so good it's so good and like uh it was just it was incredible story and then it bailey goes on to def well before that if we can cycle back a little bit bailey finds her strength again as all heroes do in the heart of pain and want uh and she start, she holds her one hand with the other and slams it into it because it's she she makes one fist out of two hands
0: yeah so she starts doing yeah it's a move called a double axe handle where she she is striking Sasha with both of her hands. So it's she's using this broken hand against... Like, she doesn't care how much it hurts. She's going to beat Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then she gets her hand stomped on, and she defeats her with her legs.
0: Yeah. So that, I think, is cool, too, is, like, her hand is completely fucked up, and she's worn Sasha down. And you have to find every tool in your toolbox. What was your favorite moment in this match, do you think? Or, like, was there... what What about it drew you in
1: there's so much i i it it sounds like i'm copping out when i say there's so much drawing me in but there was there's you know like i talked about earlier with how 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 clear it was that like this is the homecoming queen and this is the girl in the bleachers Mm -hmm. to quote taylor swift
0: all Uh, all (laughs) female wrestlers are just avatars of taylor swift just different versions.
1: Yes, but <laughs> only red
0: era backwards. Well, mm.
1: No, actually, no. If, there's
0: there are some. There's some are. reputation in there. No, yeah, reputation is like the definition of a heel turn. Like that's, that's true. exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, it's just it's way more of a question of where 1989 fits it fits in. By the way, I like
0: Carly Rae Jepsen way more than Taylor. Oh, it, I don't think Taylor Swift is good. I just feel like she has like a lot of uh, classic feminine storytelling tied up in her career. Yes. Yeah. I will say,
1: red is a good album. though.
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's> uh, <fine. laughs> but
1: but yeah. uh, the for me, it was there's just even so much in the narrative of the hair, and we ha- we've already talked about how much we want to talk about like hair work.
0: Yes, <laughs> hair work. Sasha does some good. She whips it around a lot. But
1: I mean, even Bailey in her ponytail. I was just at one point. I was like, I really re- relate to how fucked up her ponytail is right completely. now, completely. Because I every single night I enter into this dream world where if I sleep with my hair in a ponytail it won't look fucked up when I wake up (laughs) and I repeat that cycle every day with joy and I always find the hair tie under my pillow but like her ponytail is real fucked up and there's this great part of it and it's such a small note but it set so much of the tone of like this is what's about to happen she's got a fucked up ponytail her hand is destroyed and she just grabs the ponytail she grabs the ponytail adjusts it and finishes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tightens it yeah. and then she goes in for the last sort of the last act of she the match goes after in for she the kill. tightens it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's like when John Wick loads up on bullets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or makes a bomb or whatever it
0: is. So, it's it's said it, it said a lot to me in terms of that story. Uh the I do want to say, because we just never went back to it about her winning with her legs. Uh that move is so cool. What she does is she Sasha's on the top rope. Bailey climbs up on the top rope behind her and then does a move called a reverse Hurricane Rana, which is my favorite wrestling move. It always is surprising to me. I always am. Uh, my favorite is Kenny Omega's. He is the best one, but hers is great. So, what it is, is you basically jump up, you grab. The other wrestlers... Uh, Head with your thighs? Yes. And then you flip them backwards.
1: Yeah. And it's insane. And I only know it, knew it through Golden Lovers stuff. Yeah. And so when she did it, I was just like, oh my god, it's Golden Lovers. Great. And I, again, it's I feel very chuffed with myself every time I can connect the lines <laughs> between these things and understand them in the terms of the world I'm inhabiting. I... But it's just fantastic match. It's such a it, you were saying it's such an incredible turn. It was an incredible turn for WWE women's specific women's wrestling in terms of like, okay, this is no longer just the porn sideshow.
0: Right, and also the fact that they because like they had been there had been a lot of legitimate women in the company at this point, and it was it was a gradual move. Yeah, but the fact that they gave a women's singles match this much time in a pay-per-view I think is really a a, like big turning point yeah um WWE matches in general are not that long um the longest main events are usually 20 or 30 minutes and the, the fact that they gave them as much time as they did for this match is like really a show of faith of like you guys are legit yeah and they really are like Incredible, incredible athletes. I can't wait to watch more of their showdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I'm, a there's a long sort of history there, and they're they're teasing a uh, Sasha versus Bailey uh, for Mania this oh, year. Oh
1: yeah, I saw that
0: on our Twitter feed. Yeah, because <laughs> we so, follow
1: a bunch of wrestlers on that, and I was like,
0: ooh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, so we watched this, and then um, we jumped forward in time uh, quite a bit, and I had Rachel watch the. Sasha versus Asuka match from a few weeks ago. Um, not, again, this match is not a landmark anything. It it's, was just fun as shit. It's just... It shows how
1: consistent both Sasha and Asuka
0: are. Yeah, I just think this is a, just a good fucking match. It was a random Monday night show. It was after the Rumble. Um, but I really liked how uh, stiff it was, which more wrestling vocabulary. Working stiff means you're actually putting some we g- sauce on your strikes. Like, it's like, you're actually hurting somebody. Yes. Yeah. work instead. Yeah. Uh, uh, should we put out a glossary of terms that we use afterward? Probably should, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Uh,
1: the, well, I really enjoyed that match because everyone talked it up as, like, this was an incredible, this is, like, this just shows off how good they are. Uh, I really liked the upgrade to Sasha's weave
0: yeah so this is a few years later and her her gear and her whole look has really evolved also very cool about Sasha fun fact her husband is her costume designer which is really cool yeah that was a big thing that I kept noting during
1: Sasha's the 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 Banks Bailey match is that Sasha I was like how the fuck is she taped into that on top yeah, it was incredible. I don't like. I just can't imagine the sort of construction of the double sided tape that was going on there because she's just packed in, we, and it doesn't look uncomfortable. Well, it doesn't look. It does not like she's wearing like no bra and cashmere, but it doesn't look
0: uncomfortable. We she needs talked sh- about. How weird it is that dicks don't fall out more in matches. I'm amazed there's not more titties falling out. It happens very rarely. I assume they're glued in. They gotta be taped at least. Like oh, I don't know what they're doing. Absolutely but...
1: tape. If you've ever worn a strapless bra, there's that weird the gummy, sticky stuff. The sticky yeah. stuff on the side.
0: Uh but you know, I used to They're some... probably spirit gummed in. Like they, they, they gotta something. be. Like, um, it's sometimes though you see some titty on WWE. Sometimes every once in a while. I'm again shocked it doesn't happen more often. Yeah, you'd think. Really?
1: More? Well, I mean, it makes sense that more titty would pop out than dick, just because there's more surface area normally. And like the titties are more revealed than the dick. It's True. Like uh, the most you have is bulge. You have definitive cleavage. Yeah, in it yeah. Because it is, you know, women's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, so you, we fast, for, fast forward to this match. Banks is, Sasha Banks is somehow in even tighter shape than she is during the Bailey match, which I didn't think was possible. She's immediately, notably, not tinier in an unhealthy way, just like, wow, you leveled up even further. Um, Her hair color is a little better. Her weave is great. Um, And again, like, I think it's really cool that her husband designs her costumes because like, who... Who else, who better than someone who you are married to and knows your body in such an intimate way to go, okay, this is what we're doing for
0: you? Yeah. You know, the only person who wants your titty to stay in your bra as much as you is your husband. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so not, he's going to make you a good fucking husband. I'm going to
1: say, not all husbands.
0: <laughs> true, true, true.
1: <laughs> we should have made this the Galentine's Day episode. <laughs> uh, it sort of is. It kind of is, yeah. It kind of is. But we're, this isn't going to be the only gal-related episode for the sure. show. Uh, but what I also really liked about Asuka is that, and I was a little nervous to say this on the show, but I kind of worked out my words beforehand, is I'm just going to preface this with Asuka's an incredible shape. There is no way she couldn't come in here and kick all three of our asses single-handedly. She'd murder us. She would would straight straight up murder us. us. She'd straight up murder us if that were her prerogative. What I like, though, is that, and there's nothing wrong with this. I'm saying this in a very much a manner of praising it. Is that she doesn't have an openly cut body. Yeah, she has you said soft feminine lines, right? Yeah. Her body is one that I find to be like, okay, you know, if I put in the elbow grease for nine months, I could get to that. <laughs> like that's that's really cool to me that she is also then that she also, you know, spoiler alert, won
0: that match. Well, she's undefeated in WWE. So like the fact that she is she looks like that and she is the most uh competitive woman on and the roster. so
1: charismatic, too. Super
0: charismatic. She's beautiful.
1: The other thing that was really notable for us about the Asuka match, and you were telling me about this, too, that there's a move where you probably had the better terminology for it, where Asuka's outside of the ring and Sasha jumps out, but doesn't jump all the way out and kind of lands very much. Her body gets midway out of the ring.
0: Yeah. So and what she happens?
1: Lands hard, basically, on the front of her neck and her shoulders. Yeah.
0: So what happens is, um, she's going to do a suicide dive toward Asuka. She's going through the two middle ropes trying to jump onto Asuka kind of head first. And Asuka counters and kicks her it, like in the face and then Sasha lands like on her neck. And it looks really bad. It looks like you can hear the sound it makes when you watch it. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, you
1: can hear the internal cartilage move. Yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, And you said that had a lot of controversy surrounding it of like how can you put your body in danger this way?
0: People were upset about that spot in particular. People were calling it a botch, which more wrestling terminology, if you fuck up a wrestling move, it's called a botch. Um no, that was planned. That's the thing is, like I think that Sorry. was on purpose. scripted. <laughs> I think that was on purpose and uh people just don't like seeing Sasha take dangerous bumps. And there are a couple women who get this criticism, but she gets this criticized the most for this of being an unsafe worker of like you're putting yourself in danger you're putting your your opponents in danger you're setting
1: a precedent of danger yeah
0: you're well you're like these are crazy moves they're dangerous you should not do them and people have like Mick Foley has criticized her who is famous for setting
1: himself on fire yeah jumping
0: <laughs> off the hell in the cell like he's famous for doing this crazy stuff and he's telling her hey don't do this and that to me is really frustrating because when men do stuff like this um everybody thinks it's great. Even if they're... We
1: just cheered Kota almost breaking his neck off the balcony. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> like, people love that. People, like, my my uh, comparison was, like, people were talking about how Sasha's unsafe. Meanwhile, their favorite wrestler is Shibata, the guy who headbutted himself into a coma. <laughs> like, you can't have we, it both ways. Yeah. Either you accept that this is an incredibly dangerous sport and people are going to kill themselves doing it, or you judge everybody the same and say you are all doing this wrong i we would can't say, have it both ways
1: i'm gonna give myself a an somewhat unexpected bias towards you and i is that <laughs> i think we have reacted with fear for
0: everyone yes <laughs> this is the thing i i react with fear for everyone and uh because you love it second, so much second consecutive greg mention greg Trent Bretta is famous for taking really stupid bumps. Like he does crazy stuff where you're like, why the fuck are you doing that, dude? And give me people, some. Give me a taste. Uh, well there's like, there's a spot he did last year at Wrestle Kingdom where he basically he does a, a move called a Topaconhilo, which is the thing that Sasha Banks did over the ref. So he did that just onto his head. Just <laughs> onto the onto the uh Elevated uh, walkway going to the ring Just, just cause <gasps> Just I cause he's a dumbass the, I love the Greg minute <laughs> <laughs> The Greg minute But that's scary You it's shouldn't scary. fucking and, do that And so like I love Greg I'm very worried about Greg But I'm also like these are choices that you are making as a performer. And, like, Sasha's making those the choices. Choice to
1: become a professional wrestler. Exactly. I feel so, like a heel announcer right now.
0: <laughs> but, like, I, that's kind of how I feel about it is, like, I, I'm stressed out by it, but that's because I do like watching it, and I do think it's up to individual performers to make those choices. I don't ha- know anything about this industry. I'm not able to say what's safe and what's not. Somebody like Mick Foley is, Here's but at the, the same question. time, he's being a hypocrite. Here's the question. Here's the answer. None of it.
1: Not of it. What is safe? Oh yeah, <laughs> very true. What's the best way to make money as a stand-up comedian? Don't be a stand-up comedian for sure. <laughs> uh, but that's that's. I agree. That's and I, we even addressed it immediately because we definitely reacted like, oh my god, that's awful. And then I was like, wait, we just cheered on Kota, right? We love that double flip that the Golden Lovers do. Right. Which is, they're crazy. They're trying to kill themselves. We uh, watched
0: the clip of, of Kota Bushi shooting fireworks on himself and backflipping off a car. Like,
1: <laughs> But going back earlier, because we talked about this kind of post-watching all of these clips, is we talked about how Sasha is regarded as unlikable and cold and mean and she's not playing the game. And we were just like, you know, Tina Fey gets that same rep.
0: Yeah. And it's like, especially when you compare it to these famously difficult male showrunners, like your your Matt Weiners and your Dan Harmon's and stuff. It's like, how dare you say Tina Fey is mean? Like, yeah, the, you give you give men so much leeway for being like temperamental artists in a way that you don't with women. And I feel like that is one of the reasons that I respect Sasha just. not being, like, super warm.
1: Yeah, let Sasha be a Bob
0: Odenkirk. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, because for, I mean, I don't know if people listening to this know this, but Bob Odenkirk is terrifying to other comedians because he does not
0: fuck around on set.
1: He's not mean, he just is professional.
0: Yeah, I I think that, like, the definition of professionalism for for a woman versus for a man, they're two very different rubrics, and it's unfair. Yeah! Yeah, so... Uh, another thing I liked about this match, it's, uh, like I said, there's a lot of, like, really stiff striking in it. Like, things look like they really hurt. Oh, Um, God. it, It, it's... Uh, it's not as much of a story, of course. It's not the Bailey Sasha heel face. Yeah, thing. there's
1: definitely it's just kind of like two champions face off. Two
0: really fucking good and wrestlers they wrestling. And even say that
1: at the end, which is that like these two people have enormous respect for each other yeah. as they're like rolling around in pain. Yeah, well,
0: and it's interesting because again, like when you're talking about a story, the way that it was framed was these two women did not have respect for each other. Now that they've had this match. You can tell they respect each other. So that's the story.
1: That's so funny because we've been talking about all these uh, male matches from a feminine perspective and how there's like emotion and love there. And that's such a male perspective of like, all right, we have fought. Yeah,
0: yeah totally. It's way more fight club. It's very like this match. Again, we we talked about all this eroticism in this in this uh golden lovers stuff and like this here is much more your stereotypical macho thing of like alright you gotta fucking boss up man like let's see what you got and that's
1: like I like that very that's so cool, yeah fun. Oh, God, you're going to be really love wrestling in between. I've been trying to I don't I still don't know what the right call is for like my journey into fandom. But I've been finding myself being like, I kind of want to watch that match again. But I've been trying to keep myself away from it as much as possible. So we I don't can not think you have to do that. Yeah, but I love turning this learning curve into content. It's true. It's true. true. When I, uh, I can't wait to do because whenever you get on the account and tweet about wrestling, I see the notifications and I'm like, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> uh, and I can't. What my dream for an episode is, we just go through a Twitter thread and I finally understand it. That's a
0: really good idea. <laughs> That's a fun. If we ever can't think of a topic for an episode, just explaining a conversation I've had on Twitter. <laughs> It's a good one.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think we're I, at this point. We have so many ideas for episodes, and that's sure we We're
0: never gonna run out. Really and lucky, keep happening. Like I was just saying this last night. We have all these ideas for uh, shows, and then like crazy shit happens. Yeah, where like golden lovers get back together, and then like just all this stuff yeah. is going on and I'm I really want to talk about it with you because it's so exciting it's
1: so fun yeah. I'm having so much fun
0: <laughs> uh we should tease before we go uh, our next episode speaking of I'm going to be bringing Rachel to her first live wrestling event my mom also
1: might be going
0: also <laughs> Rachel's mom might come I'm I learned how to yell and be loud from oh my god mouth. I'm so excited to bring you just because you're so good at yelling <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you.
0: This is so affirming. Um, uh, is there anything else? If you could leave us a review on iTunes, that's like the biggest way to get people to yeah. listen to our podcast and like point people in the right direction. That would be super So yeah, dope. if you could leave us a review, that would be amazing. Um, in again everybody i'm gonna tease this now if you
1: live in brooklyn march 30th we are going to be doing a live show with brian and brett of street fight it's probably going to be a lot of arguments about wrestling which i'm very excited for because brian has such good uh, dynamic opinions um so thank you again if you're not following us on twitter and you feel so inclined we are wrestlesplania on twitter on instagram on soundcloud follow us rate us as always thank you so much for for listening thank you so much for joining us and it aiding me in this journey and aiding kath in sort of educating
0: uh i'm, I'm learning a lot too yeah. i mean like i said i'd never seen that bailey sasha match and it was uh, great it was so. fucking great i'm probably gonna go back and watch the women's rumble later yeah i
1: might I think now that you've seen a little bit you have would, you seen the women's Rumble? No. okay good can i text you about it
0: yes sweet